and we are live hey guys welcome to the superhero post podcast where we talk about things marvel dc and star wars we have a lot of topics coming for you guys today first off do us here right please like subscribe and ring the notification bell second off comic cuts and i did put out videos today so you know um we you know uh comic cuts talked about some some he, he did some deep diving into the you know the kind of comic books for secret wars and I talked about some Star Wars theories that I have about how I think the new Beyond can save the MCU. And you're going to see a lot more content from, as I said, you know, there's content that comes out on on this channel every day. But you will see more content from Comic Cuts by himself doing like more comic uh, deep dive videos. So show some show some love to that. I give that some views. But bro, how are you doing, man? How are you today? I'm good, man. I'm good. I. Uh you know, ready to do this. This is uh, an exciting part of my week. And, you know, I I'm feeling good, man. Work is going well. Life is going well. How's everything with you? Good, man. Good. Just got back from church, so that was pretty chill. Um, You nice. know, body fat's low. You know, I'm, I feel good. I got to get trainers. working on that. Yeah, bro. My, yo, I can get you contact with my, uh, yo, my guy. He'll, he'll set you up. Trainer's proud of me, so. But the For funny sure. thing is that, is that my wife is bringing home McDonald's, so. <laughs> I've just been eating so clean that I need some, like, I need some, I need some beef, man. So she bring home some McDonald's. I'm happy about that. But, there so, there's been a lot of things that have kind of happened. Not It's not too crazy, but um, we do have a lot of things that we want to talk to you guys about today. So, uh, first off, we're going to start off with this idea because Chris Evans was asked about coming back to the MCU and um, he did, you know, kind of leave a couple comments about that. One of the comments that he said is that he feels like it's not the right time yet for him to come back. So um, I'll give my piece and then I'll let comic cuts come in. I'll be honest, bro. I, as I said, we, me, and you both know that Steve Rogers isn't coming back until either King Dynasty or Secret Wars, most likely Secret Wars. And. I think that with the battle worlds stuff coming, he's going to be a, he's going to be prominent in the MCU again. Like we get a Nomad Project, all these other all all the all these other ideas. Steve Rogers coming back right now would destroy everything that Sam is building. So that's the reason why I don't I don't think that he's going to come back. And honestly, and we're going to get into this next about the Captain America New World like order stuff after we talk about Secret Invasion. But what they're doing with Captain America New World Order. I am kind of cool of not having Steve for a while. So I think, first of all, like all the people that are continue to post the uh, fan made poster, Captain America, the last mission, that ship has sailed. It was <laughs> ever going to happen. They would have done it before the, uh, the multiverse saga. The fact that we're this deep into the multiverse saga, they're not going back into the Infinity Saga. It makes no sense to the overall story, and it, you know, and that's that. You know, uh, I was going to say something about like, you know, the year is twenty thirty two. You go on Twitter, people are still saying restore the Snyderverse, but I don't think those fans are going to be doing that. I think that those fans in twenty thirty two are going to be the biggest. DCU fans, um, you know, it, but back to the Steve Rogers thing, I actually, you know, I wish they would bring Steve Rogers in right now. Uh, if you watch the video that we just put out about what I spoke on, you know, the story that what's missing from the story from the lead up to Secret Wars, Captain America is a big part of that. Um, I would love to see the Captain America perspective, uh, you know, when they're trying to avoid the incursions. I think that, you know, I, I always love Captain America's outlook and his perspective on a lot of things. But what's interesting is if you watch that video, uh, you know, and I agreed with him in The Winter Soldier, but I disagreed with him in the lead up to Secret Wars, and I, I, I took Iron Man's side. But the crazy thing is, you know, I, I do think if they brought in Steve Rogers right now, they wouldn't be able to cement Sam Wilson as one of the primary characters of the MCU. I think that's what's going to happen. I think that's what they want to do. Uh, you know, 
I, I love Sam Wilson. I think he deserves his time to shine. So, you know, I could see why you can't bring the OG Captain America back while you're trying to make the new Captain America, uh, Sam Wilson, more prominent. So I'm okay with that, you know, and if you, you know, everyone remembers, obviously, you know, Iron Man actually died. Captain America didn't. He was aged out. Aged out is very different than, you know, dying. So, you know, it was, the door was kind of always open for Cap to come back. Um, But I don't think people thought that was going to happen. And now Chris Evans is confirming it. The truth is, I, I, I think Steve is right on the money. You know, it, it'll happen in an Avengers, Kang Dynasty, Secret Wars caliber movie. You know, you saw the kind of sales they got from bringing Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield back in No Way Home. And, you know, aside from it being good for the story, it's great for ticket sales. That's the most important thing. Um, you know, so I, I think it'll happen in a movie like that. And when it does, you know, people are going to lose their minds. Yeah, I agree. Um, if they went another route where, you know, if they made Adam Warlock a prominent character in Guardians 1 and made him and made it to be where Adam Warlock defeated Thanos, not Iron Man. I wish that we kept Iron Man and Cap so we could have because it would have been the perfect situation to where after the events of Thanos, they build the Illuminati. And it could have legit been Black Panther, um, could have been uh, Iron Man, Cap, or it, it, even if he did it behind his back. But in the way that the MCU goes, it, it, it probably they, it probably would have been Iron Man, Cap, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, and then Wakanda Forever could have introduced Namor to be a part of the Illuminati. And then you bring in the Fantastic Four, which then... Tony Stark asked Reed to be a part of it. It would have been the perfect uh, situation. I think yeah. that now, looking at it, like looking at the MCU, bro, in retrospective, it's kind of showing me how how, and this and this might be a, a a wild take, right? And bro, just hear me out if you don't agree, but I think mm-hmm. you do agree with me. And this is why I hate you for making me read the comics because now I see three things through the comics perspective a little too much which is hilarious because now after reading secret wars on marvel unlimited my mindset now to everything bro is i get that tony stark and captain america leaving the mcu helps this helps that story but to the wider range of what the mcu is becoming taking them out of the equation was the biggest mistake you could have ever done I 100% agree. No, I, I, I do. I think that, you know, listen, if they, I think that if they were going to, they should have done the Captain America New World Order movie. That should, like, movies like that, where they're going to make characters that, you know, didn't have their own movies more prominent, should have been the first thing they did, you know, um, because without Captain America and, Iron Man, it's just like, it's a weak roster. It's been a weak roster. We're getting characters like She-Hulk who they need to just kill off for everyone's sake. But uh, yeah, I, you know, there I, are... No, I don't agree with that. Like, like I don't think they should kill her off, but do her justice. Like, like, like they're like, That's because fair. because with... I don't want to get in, in into new world like order stuff, but I was... I'll just say this: If Betty Ross does become like the Red She-Hulk, then they then they're going to do a battle with them both, you know. But, but here's the it's thing. all about who's directing, right? You know what I mean? She-Hulk, the show, you know, the fact that talk you want to talk about ticket sales, obviously it's yeah. a show, so it's a little different. But Megan the Stallion twerking, I mean, that was for social media virality. Yeah, you know, n- no other explanation. Um. But, you know, you could do the Secret Wars story, you know, like the Fantastic Four, you could do the Illuminati and kind of change it a little bit from the comics and bring in Reed Richards, you know, that they're struggling to come up with a defense plan against the incursions. Then they meet Reed Richards or link up with Reed Richards and Reed Richards like, all right, let me get to work. I mean, the Doctor Strange could have even... Exactly, and Doctor Strange, and like, what if in, instead of us seeing the Illuminati from 
the multi like from Earth 838 and the Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange could have solved the issues in Multiverse of Madness. Then he could have formed his own Illuminati after that. And honestly, bro, think about this. What if Doctor Strange used the, the same characters from the Illuminati, right? But but the only but the only catcher is that they're just a bunch of people from different Earths. I think that's an even doper idea because now you have multiple people from different Earths uh, looking at the um, looking at kind of like the the stakes, I guess, you know, and kind of keeping the peace. Because even if you don't want to recast T'Challa right now, we could have just got it. a variant. But there's one problem with that. And, and if there if you can't form an Avengers team from different universes when they're all worried about their own earth when it comes to incursions, because if that is the case, you know, a lot of them are going to backstab each other and save their own planet and screw the others over. You know, that was like a big part of the story in the Hickman's Avengers leading into secret wars was, you know, uh, screw the other planet that we're going to get into this incursion with. Let's save ourselves. And now if they're all scattered on different Earths, I, I just see um, a lot of them going to save themselves. I see, you know, and all of them on the Illuminati were already on the let's save ourselves. So if you form the Illuminati from different planets, they're all going to be, yeah, let's save, let's save our, the more will want to save his Earth. Iron Man will want to save his Earth. Doctor Strange, everyone on the Illuminati individually will want to save their individual Earths. And I just think that is, it, I just think it's too much for a story. I agree. You're right. You're right. Because, but I do really believe that the fact that they killed off Tony and 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 kind of retired Steve, it, it just, as I said, in regards to Secret Wars. It doesn't serve the story the justice that it actually deserves. Yeah. And I just wonder how they're going to, to, to going to do that. Because obviously, regardless if Steve is on retire, right? Chadwick Bozeman was going to pass, right? Or IP, you know what I mean? Sad story. That's really sad. But at the same time, it's like I do think they did have plans for a, a Illuminati. I do think the time I think the untimely death of Chadwick Bozeman plus just all of the other shifts that have happened. That idea changed. And honestly, bro, I do believe that the Illuminati is going to form. And that's why I do believe that, you know, they're pushing up a hey, Doctor Strange 3 to happen before Secret Wars and the Fantastic Four and, and all of the, these other things. I just I just have to see how it's going to work and how that dynamic is going to work. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's yeah. just it's very interesting to see how they're going to kind of do everything. Because I'm a little like skeptical in, in so that sense. That You know, that's what I kind of like about the MCU is like, even if you do read the comics, you don't know what's coming. So they keep it interesting. Um, obviously, you know, even reading Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War, no one could have saw what was coming. It was very different than the comics. The premise was the same, but who did what, how they saved the, you know, the day was very different. So, you know. Time will tell, but I do, you know, I think it was interesting in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Man is how, you know, Doctor Strange was the biggest threat to the multiverse. You know, is Doctor Strange going to become a bad guy? You know, that, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I think Could it's happen. very, I think it's very interesting. But, you know, as I said, you know, I think after Captain America New World Order, all of our minds are going to change and we're going to be on the Sam Wilson ride. And from all yep. the stuff that I'm hearing about, this movie is going to be, this might be the best Captain America movie of all time. I, I hate to yeah. say it. I love, I hold the, the Winter Soldier in high regard. This movie might top that. I, I ain't going to lie. You know, I, so when, when Spider-Man Miles Morales came out for uh, PS5, we had the electricity and invisibility uh you know, features added. And I think when, you know, Sam Wilson, when New World Order hits the screen, like, now you have a Captain America who could fucking fly. That's a big deal. And it's going to look sick in action. The action scenes, that they could do a lot more with that. 
And I don't think enough people are talking about it, you know, so there's a lot of potential there. Obviously the Captain America movies are known for the action. Uh, You know, so I, I I don't, like I said, I've said from day one, I think that's going to be one of the best MCU movies. So I a hundred percent agree with you. Yep. And I think this opens up another conversation that that I think that's going to be had in the next 15 years, I believe. And bro, keeping a hundred with you. I believe that in the next 15 to about 20 years, like after, you know, because I do think Tom Holland's going to be Spider-Man for the next like 10 years. I think we're going to see um, Peter Parker kind of progress a long time. And I think we're going to get Hobgoblin and all of these characters. But I do think that in the next 10 to 15 years to 20 years, Miles Morales is going to be more popular than Peter. I can and, see that happening too. And into the Spider Verse is showing that Miles Morales is a popular. Is, he's very popular. Like, yeah. like not like not to us, but to the kids, bro. They love Miles. So awesome. he's a great character. Great yep. character. Um, you know, and Sam and, and Sam has that same uh, same potential that like if it's done right, the fans will adore him. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and Anthony Mackie, you know, he's got the talent for the part. There's there's no reason that movie shouldn't be a top MCU movie. Uh, but like I, I've been saying, I hope that they do. Uh, I don't think it'll be the ultimate Fallout storyline, but there is the Secret Wars, um, you know, storyline where, you know, Peter kind of passes the torch to Miles. I don't think that's going to happen in secret wars because i think that listen a big part of the reason they wanted tom holland's character to be so young aside from the fact that the story started when he was in high school is they wanted to age him out and i think that you know there's no way that kevin feige doesn't look at the current mcu and think to himself shit like i i wish we still had iron man and cap granted i think there were a lot of things that went into that decision with you know off screening iron man and cap um but you know spider-man is the most popular marvel character of all time you know peter parker spider-man spider-man i'm telling you mcu spider-man my brother he's getting nine movies yeah he's gonna be the first he's gonna be the first person he's gonna be the first character in history to have a triple trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, you know, I think while that is happening, I think Miles Morales will get his trilogy. And what's going to make their movie so great is there's going to be a lot of Sp- Spider-Man crossover. There's probably going to be a Spider-Man movie. Man, not man, Spider-Man, Miles and Peter. And that shit will do a billion. No questions asked. And if Sony plays their cards right, they can take the Spider Verse thing live action. They really can. They make yeah. billions of dollars doing it. Yeah. And no matter how trash it is, it's going to be loved and make money. I think it'll because be because we look at the Amazing Spider Man and some of the crap that they did deal with that. Andrew Garfield still loved universally. So yeah. I love the Amazing Spider Man. I really do. I think the <sighs> first one was one of the best Spider Man movies. I agree. I, I love the first one. Peter Parker's depiction though frustrates me, but I love it. Okay, next topic: secret invasions. Okay, how did you feel about the secret invasion trailer, my brother? Uh, you know, I think it's getting a lot of hype, but I don't think it told us a lot about the story that that they're going to be going into in the secret invasion. So I would have liked to have seen that. Um. You know, but I love that there was some scroll action in it, and specifically with like the shape shifting feature. Uh, I like. I I just think that Marvel Cinematic Universe fans, MCU fans, don't really understand the weight that the scrolls have in the Marvel universe and Marvel lore. And as much as I loved Captain Marvel, uh, my biggest problem with the Captain Marvel movie itself was that they kind of, you know, sidestepped the Kree Skrull war. And uh, so I, I just think MCU fans don't really understand how great the scrolls are. And this show, I, I think it's going to be the best uh, Disney plus show. Um, but 
I also think, you know, that it's going to be a big, like, it's obviously that they're calling it Secret Invasion, but this is a Nick Fury show, and that's going to be sick. You know, I mean, you have Samuel L. Jackson have his own character. Like, it's about time that man got his own project, even though they're calling it Secret Invasion. I agree. I 100% agree, man. I mean, and I agree with you that in Captain Marvel, they made them so weak. Like, they were just, like, wussies. Like, the Kree was just beating them up the whole movie. Um, yeah, the Kree were savages. Yeah, and but a lot of people... A thing that was downplayed, and as I said, I hate you because I'm reading comics again. Um, one thing that I read in, in the comics, comic cuts, is that the, the, the scrolls, they were combat savants, bro. I mean, they knew almost every fighting style. I mean, like, they knew how to fight, you know? Yeah. And in Captain Marvel, they were just like, all they could do was just shapeshift. That's about it. Yeah. Versus the very few that had combat skills. So, I mean, that's not, I mean, but like, let's talk about the biggest thing. There are two big things in in the trailer that I saw. Number one, we see the super scroll. We see scrolls with powers. Yeah, and that was crazy. That that arm stretch thing. That but yeah. you know what? The, my one complaint about that is that arm thing looked identical to Reed Richards in Doctor Strange. Like there are so many different things you could have done with the scrolls. You know, I, yeah, but I'm, I think they're taking the approach. Like, remember, like the Super Scroll had all of their powers at once. I think they're taking that approach. Okay, but maybe. Yeah, and the second thing that we see in the trailer, which made me go crazy, is that. Well, it. Well, let me just say this: Secret Invasion trailer confirmed one thing for me. The first thing is that the scroll that we saw with Monica Rambeau—that's Amelia Clark's character. And Amelia yeah. Clark is Talos's daughter. And I don't think you guys peeped it, but if you look at the trailer super hard, you see Amelia Clark's face in Monica in the back of Monica Rambo's head. So Monica Rambo is going to be in this film, which means or be in this show, which means that this show is going to is going to connect to the Marvels, which makes me believe that Nick Fury is going to have a part to play in this film, which means that Shield is probably going to be coming back. Yeah, which is great, you know. Um, you know, I like, and I think Marvel needs a banger like this right now, <clears throat> you know. And, and by the way, as much as I loved Loki, like Loki, I ranked so high because it introduced us to the TVA and Kang. But if it weren't for that, I don't know if I would rank Loki as high, you know. I think that Secret Invasion, mm -hmm. like story episode just pound for pound is this one's gonna blow a lot of the other marvel shows out of the water yeah and uh you know like like i said scrolls um I, and i hope that they have a bigger part that we don't know about in the multiverse i can't imagine they're just doing they're doing a nick fury show of around the secret invasion storyline and it doesn't have a significant role within the grander multiverse story. It just doesn't seem like a good idea to do this as a one-off show for the sake of get, gaining more Disney Plus subscribers. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. I mean, look, I think that Secret Invasion is going to be like the most grounded, non-grounded story ever. And if that makes sense. It's going to be non-grounded because, we're, I mean, we're fighting against aliens, right? But also we're going to be grounded because... There's going to be a lot of like infiltrating governments and faking as the presidents and all other people like that. I even think that this could even give us some leadway in Captain America New World Order as well. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if we saw somebody like uh, Val in this show or something with someone like, like that, which we're going to talk about next when we go to Captain America New World Order. But all in all, trailers are W. Um, I love Monica Rambeau. I'm, I'm a big Photon fan, so I'm happy that she's in it, and I hope that – we get to see Fo Photon showcase her powers because, I mean, Fo Photon's a dope character. And I also hope that Amelia Clark's character, the, the one that's playing Talos' daughter, I pray she has powers as well. And um, I do think that she's going to grow to be a leader of the scrolls. You guys watch Superhero Squad. Uh, there was this girl that was a scroll leader. Um, I wish I had the image. I I'll pull it up. 
later on in the episode. But I think that's who they're trying to groom Amelia, Amelia's Clark uh, character character to be. I think she's going to end up being the main leader of the scrolls because you don't bring in a character like Amelia Clark and just have her one off a show. It, if they won off the Amelia thing. Clark, if they won off her in this show, I will riot. I swear to you, I will lose my ever living mind. Yeah. If, yeah. If you could keep Sylvie, who is the most mid character of all time, but you, but you don't keep Amelia Clark, I will write. So, I don't yeah, think yeah. I don't think she would have signed on to do it unless she was going to have a bigger role than just the show. Just because it's a critical time in her career, everyone knows who she is from Game of Thrones. She's looking to increase her, you know, value as an actor, and you don't. You don't do a show like this to not be in the MCU. And I know that, you know, when you sign on to the MCU, you don't really know what's going to happen with your character. Um, but that doesn't mean someone like Hart doesn't have some negotiating power. That's true. And I also should say this for our fantasy post page, but just letting you know, man, a lot of rumors about her coming back to Game of Thrones, man. Apparently, there's a lot of rumors going around. So mm. I'm not a Game of Thrones guy. I know we're going to watch it for, yeah. You know, but uh, like I watched that show and, you know, in, I did get into the third season, but I just turned it off. Like it just wasn't for me. I also, you know, I like Lord of the Rings, but sometimes the fantasy shit seems a little corny to me. <laughs> yeah. The same way you're not a fan of musicals. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Musicals are definitely corny to me. Oh my God. Okay. That's why, bro. We're gonna force you watch a high school uh, oh, musical no, one, two. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's so funny because people got so offended. Like, oh, with, with, with the, the musical before, yeah, with the um, when you commented about the uh, Joker, you was like, you were like, yeah, it is a musical, so I will not be watching. People, were, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. even freaking Costner, he was like, bro, but what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so. Now, next, we're, we're going to talk about Captain America and New World Order. As I said, it's been a good week for MCU news. I mean, fans are happy. You know, I think fans are starting to understand that we're going to have to eat trash to, to get these good projects, which me and you have been talking about for the past, like, two months. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to get... stop, though. That's got to stop. No more I agree. Trash I agree. I agree. Cancel Agatha. Okay, so <laughs> while, we're, while we're talking yes. about Captain America, yes, please, God, please. Um, all right, Captain America: New World Order. Uh, there were set photos. We, uh, the set photos had Betty Ross, um, Thunderbolt Ross's uh daughter. Um, we got to see Thunderbolt Ross, Henry, uh, Harrison Ford, in like a presidential suit. Um, we got to see uh Sam Wilson. He had a cast on his arm. He they he was at a funeral, which seems like it was a funeral of a high ranking person in the government but sam wasn't wearing his military outfit very interesting probably because he's captain america he doesn't care at this point um apparently val is in this this uh movie and apparently the thunderbolts remember when i was telling you how the rumor was that the 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 thunderbolts are is the team that's going to go get the at matium from the celestial that's frozen in the eternals yeah apparently it's the serpent society and val is basically one of the leaders of the Serpent Society. Oh, wow. You know, and that's another character. Like, she's just such a big actor. You know, Julia Lane-Dreyfus, you know, she's got to have a big role to do this because she doesn't just come back into movies. She she very rarely takes a role. Uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the name, you know, she you know, is obviously built to everyone else, obvious, but she was a huge character on Seinfeld and, you know, set for life with a role like that. Um, so I, I just don't think that she's coming to the MCU for, you know, a one-off. I think that the Thunderbolts are going to have a big part of the story. Um, you know, they're also have a big part in Devil's Reign. And I don't think that they're going to, if they are doing the Devil's Reign story for Daredevil, yeah. There's no way they're doing also doing a Thunderbolts movie and the Thunderbolts don't have a role in that Daredevil show, which would be insane. Because if that is true, now you have a Daredevil show where you're going to have Daredevil, Spider-Man, the Thunderbolts. I mean, Punisher, what more could you ask for? Yeah. And one of the reasons why she's signed on is because her and Feige are apparently super tight. 
Okay, like, I didn't know so, that. Yeah, they're actually friends. Um, which which is awesome. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, now I mean, we said this before. We think Captain America: New World Order is going to be straight up fire. Um, so there is a character that that was on set, right? So there's a character that's called Sabra. Okay, Sabra is basically um a uh hero or she's a basically a spy from israel so she's going to play the role of black widow in this film and obviously the guy from falcon and the winter soldier he's going to be the new falcon so the way that i am viewing captain america new world order i'm viewing this as sam wilson's winter soldier you know falcon and the winter soldier was sam wilson's first avenger and this is that second Winter Soldier. And so I think this film is going to be next level. I believe this film is going to hit deep, uh, deep rankings of comic book lore with seeing stuff like the Serpent Society, with seeing Thunderbolt Ross become the become the Red Hulk, and um, seeing how all this stuff unfolds. I'm very excited. I have yet to see Bruce Banner in this film though, because I mean, let's not forget there was another person that we saw on on, on the set, the leader. Right. So we we have yet to see Bruce Banner, and the rumors that I'm hearing, bro, about Bruce Banner is that we're getting Angry Hulk back. Good. I was because I, I was just gonna say I'd rather not even have the Hulk if it's what they have. Oh, this should coming out in like a year. It's yeah. like literally thirteen months exactly. Um, I'm know, definitely driving up to uh, to see that in uh, New York for sure with you, oh, man. Oh hell yeah, we'll go. Oh Dolby. yeah, heck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, dude! I can't wait. I like. I agree. I think this is gonna be like Winter Soldier level epic, and um, you know, I. But the I, I don't think people realize because then not everyone's like us, and you know, I don't think that. Uh, I think a lot of people sleep on Sam Wilson and this movie just in general. And Saba is definitely a dope character. If you know anything about Israel and their Mossad, they do not fuck around. Yeah. yeah, yeah, bro. It's it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome, and like, and I think that Kevin Feige is starting to understand what he needs to do. Is that you? You basically have to recreate what was in the past, but with newer characters. So like, so like, it it seems like Kevin Feige is using the same format, and that's going to work. And Secret Invasion is is another piece of the same format, you know. So I'm very excited to see, you know, what um Feige's going to do there. Agreed. I'm lagging a little bit. What's going on? Oh, there we go. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. So, guys, so just final thoughts. We love Captain America New World Order. Okay, next. Blue Beetle trailer. Okay, so the Blue Beetle trailer ended up coming out. Um, and it was very, very interesting. So, comic cuts, how did you feel about the Blue Beetle trailer? Oh, DC's always so dark, man. That shit was not dark. It was young. It was fun. That shit looks so awesome. I think that movie is going to blow people away. It's obviously has a lot of hype after the trailer. Um, I do have to call out, though, that someone from the movie, I think it was the director or the actor of Jaime Reyes, who is the character that becomes the Blue Beetle. Uh, But, you know, he was like, you know, first of all, I don't know if you noticed, but in the trailer they say, Batman's a fascist. Yeah, George and, uh, George Lopez said it, which made me laugh. Yeah, what the fuck? And now they're saying it's not a throwaway joke. Like, come on, uh, that really pissed me off. The, it's just like it's. Just, what what is a fascist? A fascist is like an author- authoritarian government. But Batman goes against the law. What? Yeah. Well, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't go uh, uh, against the law. I mean, I okay, okay, what? Okay, well, aside from that, the drill is yeah. pretty good. Like, there's always some political BS with these films. I just at this point, I don't know what to do with it anymore. I just say forget it. Um, yeah, that's that's pointless. Don't understand why they did that. I thought it was a joke because George Lopez uh said it. I thought he added it on because so I mean, hearing I it, thought it was a hearing joke it, too, yeah. Then, then they said it's not. Oh, that's weird. Because hearing it as a joke, that's pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie. Like as a joke, that's actually freaking hilarious. But um, Blue Beetle, look, man, the, this is the, the the sad thing is that I wish this movie came out around the time of Batman versus Superman because you know why, bro? They would have been viewing this guy as as like this gave me Peter Parker vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
<clears throat> like, and now they're saying that it is going to be included in the DCU, so, which is a W, which is W. Yeah. And I wish exactly, and I low key wish that we had Cavill in them because I would love to see them mentor this kid. I think I think that would be awesome. But you know, and I hope that with you know the with, with the Superman that we're going to get, I pray that he can be a mentor to this blue Peter character because the guy that is playing him, he has such a Peter Parker esque type of personality that like this guy is going to capture the, the hearts of 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 fans and people. Um, yeah, and. I'm very excited. You know, Shazam was that for a little bit with Shazam 1, but Shazam 2 has just ruined that with everyone at this point. Thank you, Zachary Levi. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, that 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 crap show. Woo! Uh, thank God that's over. But um, I do think that with Blue Beetle, man, th- 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 this movie is going to be really good. I just hope that people go out and see it because if people don't go out and see it, another movie is going to tank. I don't think this is going to tank. But I do wish that this film came out like about like ten years ago, or like yeah. five years ago. It feels like it's like the wrong timing, if that makes sense. Yeah, and also, like this, uh, you know, so the Blue Beetle character, you know, becomes the Blue Beetle from an alien Egyptian scarab, and I just think there's so much, you know, mythos there that like is going to be new to so many people. And I think that's kind of what you need, you know, like I think, you know, obviously people now are kind of sick of origin stories, but when there's an origin story of a character, you don't know. Uh, and it's good. It's a W. Uh, if you look at all the earlier Marvel movies, a lot of them are origin movies. And a lot of them, you know, at the time people didn't know these characters and those movies did so well because if someone does obviously if someone doesn't know the character, you know, you can't just introduce them as a blue beetle. People want to know the backstory. And if there's some mythos there to buy into, that's huge. And I, I, I just think, you know, Egyptian yeah. alien scarab sounds I just wonder who the main awesome. villain's gonna be because I, I don't think we saw the main villain oh, in the show. Good. Yeah, no, I don't think we did. I think most of it was around Jaime Reyes, you know, him having like a normal kid job working at a hotel, uh, his family who seemed hilarious, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, I just think the movie looks amazing. Uh, apparently the suit is, you know, practical effects, which yes, is it really is. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I really cool. when they yeah, when they showed the set photos last year, it was very practical, which I like. I also am a really big fan of and like I see. One of the things that, that I loved what they did with Blue Beetle in, in the animated is that they put his origin in the Young Justice show, which I really enjoyed. And I think it gave Blue Beetle more like character development, putting him with the Young Justice group. Um, I hope love to see a movie with Damian Wayne, Superboy. Probably not Superboy, but I would love to see a movie with, with Damian Wayne and, and like maybe like Dick Grayson and uh, maybe like... Um, mentoring Damien and Blue Beetle or something like that. I, th- yeah. I think there's potential to, to do that in the DCU. Yeah. By, by the way, I loved the shot of Blue Beetle in space. I mean, that was Superman vibes, you know? That was so sick. Yeah, it was, it was such awesome. a good shot, too. It looked awesome. It was good. Yeah, lately, man, DC hasn't been missing with the VFX. I, I told you, bro, yeah. Shazam had really good CGI. I, I can't hate on that. Okay, all right. So, oh wait, sorry. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, I was yeah, saying. No, All right. I was looking, just looking up the release date. Oh, bet, bet. All right. Next thing, I know you and I talked about this on the phone not so long ago, or I think uh-huh. through text. But we talked about Clayface being one of the villains in the Batman. Um, bro, can you just give a quick rundown on Clayface for fans that don't know who he is? Yeah. So you know, he is really like so. Uh, Basil Carlo is the name of the character, you know, and he really starts off as like Bruce Wayne's friend and he inhales like some kind of toxin or something that, you know, the Joker set out for him. And uh, when he inhales that toxin, you know, he kind of becomes this clay guy and it sounds ridiculous and you know if you're not familiar with clayface and you look up pictures and you see him from batman the animated series it's gonna look ridiculous 
but if you read the comics, there's a lot of depth to this character. Um, and there are times where he actually teams up with Batman. Batman actually feels bad for, you have to remember, it was his friend that, you know, became this like substance guy, um, you know, due to the Joker who, you know, Batman obviously sees as someone who, you know, is just a complete savage for no reason. So if you're a victim of the Joker and your Batman friend, Batman really feels for you. So Clayface is a villain, but Batman really feels bad for him. And um, I think it was in the James Tinian uh, detective comics run where Clayface kind of joins the Bat family. Highly recommend that. Um, you know, a lot of people were saying they don't think that you know, they think it'll be a more grounded version of Clayface. I, I agree. You know, I, I think that's kind of what we got of the Riddler, even though the Riddler naturally is more grounded than Clayface. Um, but I think it's going to be really cool. And I love that they chose Clayface. I think that it shows that they are making choices that are unexpected. And I love that because everyone's expecting them to choose Mr. Freeze. And I hate Mr. Freeze. I think Mr. Freeze is boring. There's only one story to tell with him. He's one-dimensional. Uh, he's not versatile. And there is a reason that comic writers don't use him. And they don't use him because they don't think he's good enough for their stories. It's that simple. Of course, I turned it into hating on Mr. Freeze, but... <laughs> I'll forever stand with that. Enough. Mr. Freeze sucks, man. There's no other yeah, way. That dude yeah, sucks, does. man. So, yeah, he's boring. Yo, you should add that down to your uh, video list. You should do a YouTube video on why Mr. Freeze is bad. Hundred percent. That'll be a W. Yeah, yeah. I I uh, I remember when I posted that. Remember when I posted that clip on TikTok and everybody was getting pissed off at us. They were like, "L take, L superhero yeah, yeah, pose, yeah. L comic cuts." I was like, "Oh God, here we go." Yeah, it was so mad. Sorry, guys. Mr. Freeze is mid, bro. There's no other way around. Yeah. Dude, um, I feel like. Yeah. Oh, I feel like that, you know, and, and this happens a lot with sneakers too. You know, I think that there are like some people have an opinion and all of a sudden everyone has an opinion. And it's like, I feel like a lot of the people that are, you know, ranting that they want Mr. Freeze to be the villain don't read comics. They don't know much about Batman villains, but they saw a couple other people saying they want Mr. Freeze and they don't think for themselves. So now they're just like, oh, Mr. Freeze. We, we want exactly. Mr. Freeze. Like, ha, think for yourself. How can you say you want grounded content, but you want a freaking dude that's ice? That's ice. Yeah, seriously. It makes no sense. And if you want to watch how idiotic it looks, go take a look at Arnold freaking Schwarzenegger and see how stupid he looks in it. <laughs> Yeah. And then you tell me if you want to if you want to see Mr. Freeze or not, freaking idiots. Okay, yeah. so uh, yeah, I mean, I am I will love Clayface to be the villain in the Batman. I think you well, go, he's not going to be the main villain, but he's. They said he has a big role. I don't think he's yeah. going to be the main villain though. I could love seeing yeah facts facts. I could love I would love seeing Clayface play a part. I would love if they got a little wacky with it. If that makes sense, I would love to see. I like, agree. Uh, a little more wackier version, kind of like not 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 wackier as, as in playful, but just the way he moves and make it as CGI as possible. You know, um, I will be a fan of that. Um, I, I still think it yeah. has to be CGI. For exactly. Playface. I don't think Court of Owls is going to be in this film. I think that's going to be the third film. I think they're going to build up to that. Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't mind seeing Deathstroke as well. If um, we're not gonna, I do think that. Sorry, if we're not going to get Court of Owls, Deathstroke is a little... And, and Deathstroke as a villain for the Batman makes a lot of sense because if they want to make it... A, if they want to introduce more action into the franchise, Deathstroke is the perfect villain. I agree. I agree. And, you know, I do... You know, as, as much as I loved um, Batman 1, I do equally agree that there needs to be room in this film to put the League of Shadows and to put all that in this film. And what I think Matt Reeves is going to do, which I wouldn't be against, because the way that I see this, if I'm Matt Reeves, I wouldn't mind doing the Penguin show, right? Or putting in the Penguin show that Bruce Wayne is away. And what if while and I what if during this Penguin show when Bruce Wayne is away, he's training with the League of Shadows? So maybe so I 
I wouldn't I wouldn't mind if if the the chronological order isn't in the same order because right now Batman doesn't have as a like, comics, you mean. I mean, sorry, yeah, as the comics. Because right now, Batman doesn't have like the fighting skills that we know him for. I wouldn't mind if during this oh, gap sure. when the penguin show was happening and he's kind of gaining his reign in Gotham, Bruce Wayne is gone. But I think and he's with the League of Shadows. I think they confirmed that Bruce Wayne or Batman will be in uh the penguin show. Well, yeah, no, he's gonna be drifter or something like that. But, okay. So but I, but he doesn't I need to be there for every episode. Exactly. And I, I think that they could build that thing of like Bruce Wayne's gone. We don't know where he is or something like that. He's right, on a business right. trip. And maybe we can get a so they have to fill the, the League of Shadows and Batman somewhere. Um, because that is like the the league is and this might be a wild take. The League of Shadows is the biggest part of his lore. Um, and you can't leave that out. You can't. It, I don't know if it. I, I think Gotham might be, or maybe that's more mythos than lore. Huh? I was gonna say I think Gotham might be, but that might be more mythos than lore. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I, I agree. I would love to see you know the League of Assassins, League of Shadows, um, and but here's the other thing, you know, first of all, if they're gonna bring in League of Assassins, League of Shadows. Um, they have to, at the very least, mention Ra's al Ghul and have Talia al Ghul. Uh, the other thing, though, is, and, and I would love to see it, I want to see them step up the action in the Batman, too. You know, I, what's interesting to me is, and I, and I know I'm always calling out the fans, but how people are like, oh, well, this Batman is more grounded, so it's not going to be action. Like, dude, there's progression and evolution. It's called a sequel. It's not the same movie. Like the character, it's called character development. Like people are just so dumb, it's unbelievable. Anyway, um, the other thing I wanted to say though is, like, they so they already showed that the Joker exists in this Batman story. They had the Joker in it. They, the Penguin is obviously going to be a bigger character. So if the Batman two has Penguin. The Joker, Clayface, and the, all of them aren't the main villain. How crazy is this movie gonna be? Or are they, you know, gonna put one or two of them in the back seat? You know, oh, and and Catwoman. So I don't know. I just think it, it seems like they already have too much going on. And I mean, I'm sorry. What if what if they're pawns in the Court of Owls is the main thing behind it, which leads into the Batman three, you know, something yeah, like that as well. Yeah, that would be cool. I, yeah. I, I just want to see the Court of Owls, man. That would be the sickest fucking thing ever. And I, by the way, I think that the Court of Owls are newer. So I think there's a lot of fans out there who don't know who the Court of Owls are. And they're just saying, oh, Mr. Freeze, Mr. Freeze. And they don't even know about the Court of Owls. Yeah, I agree. People. people don't exactly read. Read the comics. I'm telling you, comic cuts got me back into it, and I'm my knowledge is back. I'm back, baby. Okay. So in I was I was on Instagram and I saw this video. This is kind of off topic. And the guy that was playing Deathstroke in, in, in the DCEU, he talked about the plot for the Batman film that, that was supposed to come out with Ben Affleck. So the plot was supposed to be that Deathstroke had a kid and Batman had a part in the kid dying. Don't know what part he played. But he, Deathstroke seemed to think that Batman had a part in the kid dying. So, don't you know how? Uh, Sounds the, similar it, to Titans. Yes, you don't you know how in the end uh, credits, right? Um, Lex Luthor tells the Deathstroke that Bruce Wayne is Batman, right? Yeah. He uses that and destroys everything. And apparently, he almost kills Alfred. He paralyzes Barbara, and at like all, all, all this crazy stuff ends up happening in this movie. Um and Batman loses his his wealth like he loses everything, um and not gonna lie it made me feel like I'm rewatching the Dark Knight Rises again, <laughs> but right like I was like okay we already saw this in the Dark Knight Rises but um how how would you have liked that plot? You know, I think that I mean they clearly it's funny because they clearly used Bane 
in the Dark Knight Rises, like Bane is the perfect for that Batman. Um, but I feel like Deathstroke is the perfect villain for Ben Affleck's Batman. And especially what you know, the way everyone freaks out about the warehouse fight scene in Batman versus Superman. You know, can you imagine that Batman fighting? Deathstroke on the big screen. I mean, that shit would be cinematic gold, you know. So, listen, the Batman Matt Reeves, amazing. Batman Brave and the Bold DCU, going to be amazing. And, and, and I'm all for all of that. But at the same time, did we still possibly miss out on an amazing Batman project with this Batman Deathstroke movie? Fuck yeah, dude. That would have been insane. And and again, you know, I think that like the, it's easier for Marvel to do it, but I think when with DC, because they don't have a successful cinematic universe yet, um, you know, like everyone, no one's going to talk about a villain that they don't know about. Like Mr. Freeze is easy because he had a couple good episodes in the Batman, the animated series. So those who don't read comics and just watch Batman animated series all think Mr. Freeze is like an amazing Batman villain. Um, you know, but I think that when you talk Deathstroke to fans and most fans don't read comics and a lot of those fans who don't read comics will watch an animated series but they won't read a comic so i think that when you talk about a character like deathstroke they don't understand like they don't know anything about him they don't know that he's like one of the best fighters in all of you know comic book superhero uh you know comics just the whole genre as a whole. So I don't think that I, I think like when people hear this plot, I think it's lost on them because they have no knowledge of Deathstroke, period. And you know, Batman is one of the greatest fighters of all time, and so is Deathstroke. Um, and yeah, we absolutely lost out on this. I mean, you know, I was even thinking about it the other day. Everyone's talking Batman two villains nobody's talking Deathstroke, and he should be at the top of that list. I agree. I agree. So, yeah, I am. I equally agree. Uh, as much as I hate Batflack, um, I think the movie would have <laughs> been fire. You, you know I can't stand him. Um, I, yeah, yeah I, 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 I think Batflack is very overrated as, as an actor. Um, but, you know, I do think that the movie would have been good. Um, but if there's no Robin to me, it's trash. But anyways, um, but, you know... <sighs> I'm happy that we're getting a new Batman. I can't wait to see who's casted. Um, give me, me Jensen Knackles, please. J Jensen Knackles is Batman. Give it to me. That'd be crazy. I will lose my mind. Uh, so, you know what, bro? Do you know what we're gonna do next week? Let's 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 fan cast the DCEU next episode. That's gonna be our, our next episode. For DCU. Next DCU. Oh, the, the, sorry, the D DCU. All right, that's gonna be let's our next it. episode. Let's do it. So, guys, we're going to get our notes together, and we'll see you guys next week. But thank you guys for watching and listening. Um, you guys have been so faithful. Uh, as I said, right, our pages are growing, um, you know, and we're just being consistent for you guys. So just keep uh, liking. Share it with your friends, yeah. too. Exactly. Share it with your friends. Keep liking. Keep subscribing. Um, as I said, man, we are just growing constantly, and we're so happy. And, and this is our passion project over here. So, um, you know, Comic Cuts and I talk a lot, and we're just, you know, we're really trying to make something out of this. And the more you guys support, the more content you like we can give you. You know what I mean? So, you know, it will be a W if the one day these are our full time jobs and you get 10 to 20 pieces of content every three days. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. nonstop. Exactly. So, thank you guys for watching and listening. Have a good night. Peace out.